Hello. Hi. What? Greetings. <laughs> that means you say hello back to me. <laughs> Who are you saying hello to? I am saying hello to both of you, Melinda and Miss Kelly Matthews, our resident Bible nerd. Hi there. Thanks for coming back and and uh, doing our Advent series with us. We've I've really enjoyed this. Yeah. I learned so I much. I always learn stuff when yeah. Kelly's here. So I do did. I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, before I come. <laughs> I have to prepare. It's not like yes. I'm just sitting here in my well, head. Well, the best way to teach is to teach yourself something mm, first. So right. then you can then you can teach. So um, this week, uh, we are, as we go through our Advent series, we're focusing on a different female surrounding the Christmas story. And it's not a whole lot. I was explaining that to someone <laughs> last night that it's really hard to to cast a live nativity because it's all men and one woman. Yeah. But I've been given you know permission. There are girl I shepherds. know that's the thing. <laughs> I, I found out a couple of years ago that yeah, there were in fact. I, I didn't and find that out, but it's okay to put shepherds. If we're gonna have an innkeeper, female, which we we that's one not of those in things, the story. Not yeah. in the story. Kelly spoiled for us last year. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. But if we are ruining. gonna cast an innkeeper, it could be that a no female, one. and then also I I make our angel female right, too. Right. So because we don't know, right? Um, but yeah, so much prettier, <laughs> and there are, it's just harder. At Easter story. Easter is lousy with women. There's, they're everywhere. It's amazing it's, it's with women. So many, it's amazing with yeah. women. That's such a better way to put that. But yeah, so, but this week uh, we are focusing on Elizabeth, who was the mother of John the Baptist, mm-hmm. and we are learning a lot about her. In fact, from mm-hmm. you, we've just been sitting here talking about about her. She's pretty cool. We She's get a cool. sneak. We do before we hit. Yeah, Uh, it's it's called preparation. Yeah, it's called yes. Talking about what you're going to talk about. Kelly, teach us what we know already. Yeah. No. 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 no, no. You did know pretty much all of it. Okay. So where are we? What's going on? This is this this is Elizabeth. This week we get to go to Luke, the happy gospel. Happy gospel. Yes, because we were in death, destruction, (laughs) hell, and heaven. Well, this would be the heaven week. So it's heaven week. Yay! Heaven week. And this, it's my right? favorite week of the year. And more typically, you probably this is the week. Uh, if you have your Advent wreath, you're going to be yes. on the pink candle, and okay. it stands for joy, because even amidst the darkness and the, mm. the thinking through the reality of sin and where we are in life, we always want to remember the hope that Jesus mm, is coming amen. back. So yes. this is that week. There's a fancy name for it that I can't pronounce. I'm not going to. Yeah. It begins with a G. Yeah, I was reading. <laughs> I have been going through Sandra Glahn's, uh Advent in U um, version mm-hmm. called uh, Chai Chai Advent Chai with Malachi, mm-hmm. and that was I learned about that word mm-hmm. this morning. I can't pronounce it either. So, so. but it starts so with a G. So the, the word with the G. Yes. Right. Okay. So that's the third week. Uh, okay. So the, the pink candle. We'll just go with that. And so we really are going to be focusing on joy. And I think Elizabeth's a great. Um, person to look uh, to look at and think through that theme. So we are in Luke 1, which is where Luke starts his gospel. He's talking about how he's going to make an orderly account of the life of Jesus. So he starts with John the Baptist <laughs> and says, let's go back a little. And he begins with the story of Zechariah, who's a priest married to Elizabeth. And the angel Gabriel comes to Zechariah in the temple while he's performing his you know, priestly duties. And mm-hmm. he says, you are going to have a son. And Zechariah's like, what? 
how's that going to work? I don't And it was so. not a curious <laughs> question. It was a doubting question. Right, and so yes. Gabriel yeah. was like, mm, never mind. You just get to be quiet for the next nine months. And so he, the next thing we see, well, first we see it is described in verse 5. Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah, his wife Elizabeth, also descendant of Aaron, in verse 6, both of them were righteous in the sight of the Lord, observing all the Lord's commandments and decrees blamelessly. Verse 7, but they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. Mm. Okay, so those two statements, they were righteous in the sight of God, but they were childless, That's are like oxymorons. Contradictory uh, yeah. in that time. Wow. Yes. Because children were considered a blessing of the Lord. Yeah. And if you didn't have children, it was assumed that something was wrong in your spiritual life. Wow. Or there was sin or yeah. something fishy was going on with you. So something was wrong with mm. you. And typically women were blamed because of the understanding mm-hmm. back yeah. then. But they were righteous. So Luke is really clear. They're righteous people, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though they're childless. So that's a good setup to go, something's going to happen. Yeah. And when uh, if you think of the Old Testament stories, there's a lot of barren women mm-hmm. who yeah. have big stories. Yeah. Older God barren turned, women. Yes. <laughs> and God does miraculous things through them. Yeah. So that's the setup that Luke is giving us. Yeah. So then we go after, of course, she does conceive. And then the scene switches to Mary. So Gabriel goes to Mary and says, you're going to conceive. She's a young teenager. Uh, And Mary says, can you just explain how? Uh, And then she runs off to see Elizabeth. They are somehow related. We don't know exactly. So here we are. So we're still in chapter one because chapter one is what? The longest chapter in the Bible, maybe? Yeah, it is is long. very long. Uh, Don't quote me on that, but it's close. Yeah. Psalms, I think Psalms. <laughs> Psalm 119. That's, 119 That's why kids that, just yeah. have to memorize chapter 2. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's short. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so whenever you see pictures of the scene where Elizabeth comes to Mary's house, I'm sorry, Mary comes to Elizabeth's house, I always see them like, Belly bumping. Yeah. Their like bellies are, t- that's what I, I like. That's what they, they're, yeah, they're their bellies are They're standing face there face. together. They're looking down at each other's bellies, even though, you know, Mary could have really right. been showing no. much, right? Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's a really sweet scene, but they're smiling. I really feel like there's a lot of joy in that scene. Yeah. So we wanted to, like, set the scene for um, what Elizabeth might have been feeling mm-hmm. uh, back, you know, when she was barren, and yeah. then all of a sudden she's miraculously conceived right. and she's very steady she's just waiting it out mm-hmm. we don't hear her talk a lot um but she eventually this child is going to come and she's gonna be kind of redeemed you know yeah, in right. the sight of her community if yeah. nothing right. else and there's a lot of deferred joy mm. coming her way yeah right yeah and she's been patient a long time <laughs> for that she has yeah, i mean she probably gave up i would right think, right right and then she has John the Baptist, who turns out to be He's a, wild, a child. wild card. Yeah, <laughs> it's, what, it's what every mother dreams of is for her son to go live out in the wilderness. But you know, it it I'm sure it had to be where Elizabeth understood I'm part of God's big plan. This is John the Baptist was prophecy right the calling the, from the wilderness there would be one who would come before yeah. but we didn't i don't know well yes when gabriel talked to zechariah he mentioned 
why mm-hmm. this special child was going to be yeah. used by God. So there was some of that. Of course, Zechariah would have had to write it all down yeah. for Elizabeth. Yeah. So who knows? There's a, we have a script on skitguys.com written by Kurt Cloninger, one of a veteran of been in church drama for years and years. But he has this script called His Name is John. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's Sarah and John, or uh, Elizabeth and John. I mean, uh, oh my goodness, Elizabeth and Zechariah. <laughs> and she's talking about how the women in that are around her are like, well, you have to name him Zechariah. Mm-hmm. So I thought about Zechariah. And then finally Zechariah gets a speech back and he goes, his name is John. It's John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <gasps> it's I John. forgot about that. <laughs> Don't name him anything else. It's John. Oh, please. Oh, I've been please. told. <laughs> it's trying to do like, uh, I see them doing sh- charades. No. Yeah, all the most. One word. One word. One First syllable. letter. One syllable. I'm sorry, hun. I just don't get it. I don't know. I don't know it's what not a Z. To say. Right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. So, when, when Mary gets to him, or her, yeah. and what's the first thing that Elizabeth says? When, uh, versus verse 41, so we're working our way through the chapter. Yeah. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. That's also significant. Yeah. In a loud voice, Oof. not quiet, uh-huh. uh, which I feel like that's something else to think through. Silent Zechariah, loud. loud. I, yeah, yeah, it's just something there. Yeah. Um, blessed are you among women, and mm. blessed is the child you were born will bear Mm. but why am i so favored that the mother of my lord should come to me as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears the baby in my womb leaped for for joy joy. blessed is she who has believed that the lord would fulfill his promises to her who's she talking about mary or herself that last statement blessed Blessed is she she who has believed that the lord would fulfill his promises to her (laughs) i think it's a trick question yeah i I would have said she was talking to about herself um, but i don't know but but she's talking to mary yeah right so yeah i just feel like that's a great double yeah yeah so elizabeth's just really an uplifting character in this whole scene Mm -hmm. uh, of christmas but she went through a lot beforehand to get where she well, was. Well, and I was, as, as you were sitting there talking about that, I, it, it made me think of they both experienced shame, but for opposite reasons. Uh, Mary was <laughs> because pregnant. Because one couldn't right. bear a child and, and then one a, was. Did and, mm-hmm. and wasn't. Uh, was Mary wasn't or Mary? Well, she wasn't. It was in questionable circumstances. Hadn't <laughs> been with Joseph yet. So, yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of opposite ends of the spectrum, but to. For the two of them, it's like... Of course, the way my brain works is like, in those big gowns, how did anybody I know? know? You could have hidden it <laughs> yeah. forever. Yeah. But Whether that's just me. That's where my brain not. goes. So. <laughs> yeah. But that's such a, such an interesting... I mean, at, at the end of the day, they knew. They knew. I, who mm-hmm. cares what anybody else thinks? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it had to be rough. Like, it had to be rough to, to be in that culture. Social consequences. And yeah. and for it to be, you know, such they a... They were the ultimate non-people pleasers. Absolutely. What did you just say to not... I forget what you just said Don't about not caring care. what yeah. people are saying. Yeah. And I and just then the conviction of you always care what people mm-hmm. say, Melinda. You care you way too yeah. much but what people say. We don't know if they cared so much as what they did. Right. The they response. were obedient. Yeah. Right. And they, they gave glory to God and yeah. they rejoiced in his provision. Yeah. Even if they suffered some social right. backlash. It's so hard when you know what's right mm. and you know and God has given you 
has has spoken to you and you know but everybody else around you is questioning you and and looking down their noses at you mm-hmm. and how can you you know mm-hmm. how can you live but what a what a blessing to have that connection with each other for for those two can you imagine in the picture they're belly bumping and they're smiling smiling absolutely but to have that to have that that uh what's the word kindredness Mm -hmm. of we are going through the same thing on on different god has chosen both of us both been chosen significant yeah. yeah yeah and challenging and challenging for sure and by the way elizabeth why is why is he being so quiet? Why is your husband? <laughs> he hasn't said a word. He's Have just I made him me. angry? Yeah. I don't what? know. What are you trying to say? <laughs> J- starts with a J. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He's Poor like, guy. Sweet, sweet Zechariah. Yeah, just, so just ignore cute. him. He, I will say, in his defense, he broke out into an amazing worship song after. Mm-hmm. After. Yes. Right. Yes. right. Yes. Good stuff. Well, he had enough time to <laughs> compose something. So you, yeah. you stop and think about what you did. Maybe he has an inner voice. That yeah. was he was writing it down. That's what he was doing. Oh, oh goodness. Well, we talked about this Del- idea of, of delayed joy in mm-hmm. God taking our circumstances and redeeming Right. Well, it. I, I mean, I just, a couple of things when Carrie was talking about, they didn't care what, and we don't know, like you right. said, whether mm-hmm. they cared, you know, what people were thinking about. But, you know, there was a time we like to add kind of a, a personal anecdote. Is that the right sure. uh, mm-hmm. phrase? But application application but there was a time i think about these two women worried about the culturally what was going on and what was thought Mm -hmm. and i had a really dark time in my life and i went i was struggling with anxiety and depression uh, along with dermatillomania which had its a huge shame in and of itself explain what that is dermatillomania so my anxiety kind of manifests or or almost a self-soothing, but you don't know that you're doing it really, is right. that you scratch your skin to the point of causing damage to your skin yeah. um, all over. And it can be, it can also be uh, chewing on your nails as a form of it, chewing on the cuticle or mm-hmm. biting your lip. But mine was very, very obvious. It was very shameful. But And so I had just kind of just dropped out of everything, uh, stopped being social, stopped getting out of the house. And I'm, I... Got a received a, a message from my pastor's wife that wanted to take me out to coffee, and we were talking, and she said, "Melinda, you know the things that you keep in the dark, Satan will use," and that mm, really, really hit yeah. me. That I'm allowing, I, I'm just giving this a lot of power yeah. to someone, you know. So I and I turned around and I put it all out there on social media. I didn't just do it a little bit. I yeah. didn't call my friends and let them know what was nope, going on. I was like, you didn't. bam, I wrote a big old article yeah. and put it out Carrie? there. On, no, on, I knew. I, yeah, Golly. Carrie knew. Carrie knew. Carrie knew. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I put it out there on social media just, you know, because Warning. part yeah. of the, the, I guess, the reluctance I had in that was the judgment that I thought mm-hmm. I would feel from the Christian community because Carrie, of the stigma. Right. Yeah. Carrie and I were involved in entertain in, yeah. in uh, Christian ministry. Inter- entertainment yeah. ministry. Yeah. What would people think of someone who was struggling with depression and things like that? And so I think growing up in the, in the church, yeah. I felt this big stigma from mental illness yeah. and, and judgment. And so I did not want to put that out there. 
Yeah. And uh, worried what people will think because you've heard things like, oh, uh, if you have mental illness, you're struggling with some kind of spiritual yes. sin in your life. Yep. Um, you know, or you heard can that pray one. it away. Why pray it away. Yeah. Yeah. You're, it you're just not yeah. being faithful <laughs> enough, you know. Mm. And so, uh, anyway, I just, that envy of don't care what, you know. Uh-huh. Anyway, I laid it all out there. I put it out there. And the response I got, instead of the judgment I expected mm-hmm. from the church community, a lot of the response I got, personal messaging, was... Thank you for sharing your story. I've been struggling with this personally, very silently and mm-hmm. tearfully and crying out to God, you know, mm-hmm. on my own yeah. and not knowing that other people were, were dealing with this and mm-hmm. stuff. So just that. And now, look at me now. <laughs> I'm driving to the grocery store. I have a failed service dog. <laughs> she's, she's terrible. She's the best. Best. Service dog. She is terrible, service um, dog, but bless her. But so I, will, I, I truly believe that 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 was just the wisest statement. Mm, what we keep yeah. hidden, Satan is going to use. So put light to it. And you were mm-hmm. talking about at this time, it's a dark time for a lot of people. Or we mm-hmm. live in a world also in mm-hmm. that's in darkness. Mm-hmm. And that's... what was the promise of this time was the light mm-hmm. that has come. Right. And it's coming back. And it's coming back. And so if you're struggling with some something put it out there and and talk with somebody it doesn't have you don't have to do it on social media like i did and right. lay lay your soul no. bare yeah. but talk about it and bring it to light and don't let don't give it power don't yeah. give satan power to use it too yeah and know mm-hmm. that light has come and again my favorite verse uh john sixteen thirty three, um in this world you will have trouble but i have overcome the world mm-hmm. take heart i've overcome the world so yeah. Light is coming. That's right. Light has come. When the when the body does the right thing, when the body is healthy, as in the the capital B body of mm-hmm. Christ is healthy, mm-hmm. we can trust them that they're going to right. handle yeah. our pain with the same gentleness and the same you know faithfulness that God does. That is not always true. Nope. God's well, people don't always do that. And my in my response sometimes I, I remember because there are unkind comments that come your way. Sure. And my response is also extend grace and mercy to people who don't understand. Yeah. We know that there's all different kinds of personalities. Sure. If it hasn't happened to me, it must not exist. There's those kind of mentalities right. out there. Yeah. So extend some grace and mercy to people who don't understand it and educate. Yeah, and, and, and that's but, that's really important yeah. too. I just I the times that you and I have gone out and performed and you've shared your story people like there's a line mm-hmm. to talk to you and your your calendar becomes full with coffee dates mm-hmm. and and phone calls and please talk to my daughter or oh my gosh I you know there's my friend is going through this yeah. and I'm I've never yeah. really understood yeah. so I think there's a that, healing power in right re- in revealing yeah. our hurts and and putting yourself and making yourself mm-hmm. vulnerable yeah. to people so these two women yeah. again at the end i would think also there was comfort in knowing someone was experiencing something very unique very in their much. life yeah. at the same time and that's why mary went to her is, right is the assumption that we can gain from the the passage is yeah. she's like huh. and the angel told her hey by the way your your relative elizabeth is pregnant too like yeah. hint hint yeah. yeah next verse she took off yeah so right. yeah she was there to say hey, we have something in common, really big, and yeah. it's not just a baby. It's these two specific 
children. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just love the whole the older woman, the younger girl. Yeah. I mean, that, there's a whole sermon right there yeah. uh, about mentoring and yeah. befriending and, and supporting one another. And geriatric pregnancies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what Elizabeth felt like. Yeah, Kelly I think I can identify her, with her. <laughs> Kelly shared her own anecdote <laughs> about, about so being have, a little bit old, the older four, mother. I have four kids, and the last one came along four years after the third one. Yeah. So I was 37, right? And uh, I was at my, one of my early checkups, and I happened to see my chart. And, and the, that stinking doctor uh-huh. had written geriatric, geriatric. <laughs> on the corner <laughs> of it. And I looked at him, and I look, gave him the look. And he goes, you're, you're over 35. Sorry. <laughs> oh, is that the cutoff? I Are think you so. For, at least for him. But can, we, <laughs> can we come up with a different term? That like be wise mother? Helpful. Yeah. Special. <laughs> Mature. <laughs> It did get me a lot of extra sonograms, but that's oh, about hey, it. Yeah. Listen, you probably experienced the same thing. I would get on the elevator. All my pregnancies were high high risk yeah. after mm-hmm. after my second one. But I would get on the elevator, I remember, with my fourth one, hugely <laughs> pregnant. And, of course, the first thing is somebody wants to give you advice. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. four. <laughs> This Hold is my fourth number. one. Just yeah. keep it to yourself. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to know. This. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I'm so good. Oh. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your story, Melinda, and, and uh, for all of your biblical knowledge. I just, man, I just learned so much. And, you know, you think these are the stories that, that come up, you know, every year. And especially if you grew up in church, you, you kind of already know, but... Oh, there's always something to learn. There's always something to think yeah. about. There's always a One new insight. Thing. Like the Holy Spirit mm. that yeah. you said, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, what was that? The, the Holy Spirit upon came upon when, her? Uh, when Elizabeth was I'm talking. I'm sorry, I messed that's that okay. up. No, that's um, fine. Because I, I just, I, I had... It's verse 41. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, she, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her room, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And therefore, because what she said Because we haven't next, had the Holy Spirit left with... I mean, right until... That's the, I think that's the fact. first mention in the yeah. history. Yeah. I mean, well, cool. no, the angel tells Mary yeah. right. Right, right before that. The, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit will come upon you. Right. You know that verse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Elizabeth See, I'd be raising my hand Spirit. going, oh, that's great. I hadn't heard that term yet. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly could is that? What can I expect? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just want to be clear because that sounds woo. That sounds big. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about Mary next week. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> a lot to unpack there. So, well, thank you, ladies, so much. We love to end this time with a liturgy, just a time of reflection. And again, this is written by our good pal Sarah Wall. You can find these liturgies in a script she and I wrote on skitguys.com. Say that again, literally. Literally. Liturgy, a literal liturgy. This is from that. Maker of stars, you were first to hang lights in the darkness. And whether we acknowledge you or not, we find ourselves following your lead on every Christmas tree. We bring our lives before you, O root of Jesse. Some of us seemingly polished and gilded, some of us broken and glued and ordinary. You invite us to hang the full weight of ourselves on your branches, and somehow there we find. You make us all together beautiful. Christmas became to us a come and see, a gather round, and an all together. Come and see the unexpected way in which a family would be made. In this place we gather all together. We come close because you came near to us. We pause now to beautify this tree, 
planted here, it becomes a solemn remembrance, for it was by a tree that we were separated from you, and by a tree that we reconciled. For this, an eternal king slept in a manger, and you draped humanity with compassion. Unto us, our righteous judge was born with an invitation and not a verdict. You came to us, an ever-present stranger, our unrecognized sustainer. We didn't know, we couldn't foresee, the peculiar way you'd make us family, that by a baby in Bethlehem born, you'd call out brothers and sisters from every nation, every people, a mosaic of humanity so unalike and unified. Without us, Jesus, you are splendor incarnate, and somehow you see fit to make our lives adorn your beauty. You make us ornaments.